Hello and welcome to the TNS Wrestling Show. Oh yes, it's my favourite time of the week where I am joined by my co-host. But first of all, I shall introduce myself. I am the showstopper, the headline of the main event of the Attitude Era, and I am one half of the TNS Wrestling Show. I am Sam, and I was once Watts, but I'm now Sam Michaels. And in front of me, I am joined by... Terry Bloody Johnson, the apex predator of the new generation, the Royal Rumble. Uh, uh, oh fuck with fucking words, I've lost them shit. No, it's, 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 it's that's fine. I am now. Oh yeah, okay. I am now the commissioner of the new generation. <laughs> I am the general manager of. Oh, let me think. Mm, ruthless aggression. Very good. I'm not that good with the attitude era. I am like spokesperson. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm one of them for them. Um, I don't know. But most importantly, you are Terry Bloody Johnson. I am Terry Bloody Johnson. How are you, Terry Bloody Johnson? I'm bloody excited. Oh, man, I am as it well. It is Friday evening, and I'm jacked up. Jacked. I'm like Hogan in 1991 Survivor Series. Nice. Yep. <laughs> Very good. Um, so, uh, we're going to be talking about No Way Out 2003. Yeah. Which yesterday was... Ex- the exact 20 year anniversary that's crazy it is fucking crazy yeah and we, I I don't even know I was just like looking at Wikipedia and yeah yeah oh god yeah it's 20 years ago that is that's mad and the other thing is as well we've just had Elimination Chamber this past Saturday yeah which was held in the exact same arena yeah uh, Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn for the championship and all the other matches yeah yeah I hate the Elimination Chamber name. Me too. I hate... I hate. I, know, I like the match. Well, I did until they made it like PG. Yeah. Match stipulation pay-per-view suck. Yeah, like... I get what... Okay, like... I'll keep the Elimination Chamber as it is. Like, it's like Triple H's. You're not going to challenge anyone, five guys, for an Elimination Chamber match, are you? Uh-huh. So that's fine. But why do we have to lose No Way Out? There's No Way Out in the Chamber. So... I just miss the old names, you know? I know what you're saying, yeah. But I heard Backlash is back. Yes, I've heard Backlash is back. Which is good. No so, more WrestleMania. It's not WrestleMania Backlash. No. Just Backlash. Backlash. That's what it's all about. And then the following month, it's King of the Ring. I'm happy. I hope so. Even if it's Judgment Day, I'll still be happy. King and Queen of the Ring. Yeah. That's what they're portraying that event as. But they reckon it's going to be a Selby pay-per-view. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> That's, yeah, but I, I don't mind it, see, because it's the UK time zones. Yeah, this is true. It does ha- it does work in our favour. It does work in our favour. So it's like normally about like five, seven-ish it's on. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I can work with that. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, so I'm going to, before we get to No Way Out 2003, yeah. there's a couple of things I want to talk to you about. So... Get them off your chest. I'm going to get it off my chest. There's probably two There's two topics I want to talk about before we get to the main topic. All right, CM Punk, you speak up. <laughs> Pipe bomb, bang. <laughs> the first one is, so, in at the end of July, is it end of, no, sorry, end of, no, sorry, the beginning of July this year, Yeah. Money in the Bank is going to be held here in the UK at the O2 Arena. Yeah. So the last three days, they've had tickets on sale. However... The stipulation is, if you want to be able to go to this event, you have to buy a SmackDown and a Money in the Bank ticket. And I'm a little bit like WTF. Yeah. 
I personally think they should be doing tickets for each show. Yeah, yeah, it's different shows. Yeah, but it looks like WWE have put this event out and you have to buy a ticket to go to both shows. Mm. Um, and I think there's a lot of people that don't really have that kind of money to be able to warrant going to both shows. Yeah, yeah, or knew this. Or one, No one fucking knew it. Yeah. N- nobody knew this. It, what, I mean, we had like maybe a week, a week's notice. That was it. If yeah. that. If yeah. that. And then before you know it, the tickets are out on sale to buy tickets only for both shows. They're not doing separate shows. Yeah, see. And it's really fucking shot a lot of people in the foot. And I feel pretty bad for... I mean, I, I feel pretty bad. Yeah, anyway, we, cutting. we couldn't get tickets. Nah. And um, and there's a lot... There's thousands of other people in the country that couldn't get tickets because of the... You know, when, when you're weighing up the costs of going to both these shows, you're talking a minimum of £500. That's a lot of money. Yeah. You know you, if, you're go, if you're going there, you're going to have to justify having to spend the money to, for a hotel for two nights food travel and you know the list goes on yeah it's a very expensive couple of days away yeah and um you know it, it's just a little bit too much i think you know if i like um if i wasn't already spending a massive chunk of money like at the moment on wrestling then i probably would have been up for it yeah or I probably would have just found the money anyway just to do both shows if I knew that was my only way of getting the money in the bank. Yeah. If they said uh, you got to do smack, you have to go to SmackDown to get the money in the bank, then I would have found the money. But I, I didn't know. I thought it was going to be like separate. I was hoping the same. But yeah, the way you said and the way my brother said, that ain't the case. Mm. They released tickets today for money in the bank. And it's starting at a thousand pound. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show you something, Terry. So, so I, I haven't seen none of this. So I do you know I literally just opened my phone up right now. Yeah. And there's a chap on Facebook uh, asking if you're able to get money in the bank t- uh, single tickets yet, yeah, or the or I keep seeing combo tickets basically. Yeah. And I'm yeah I was refreshing and waiting and I think yeah it lo- it looks like. It is just a, the double. Yeah, I don't think they are allocating any for. Yeah, it doesn't look like we're going to be getting a. Yeah, so many people are pissed off at the fact that this is a combo ticket only event. Yeah, this is all starting to make sense now, though, because you know, like if you if you watch a, like a normal like uh, pay per view, like um, like a backlash, say. Yeah. The next night, the same people in the front rows and the same people on Raw. I suspect they've always done that in the combine. Yeah. So there's a ticket company called AXS. AXS, right? Yeah. Um, similar to Ticketmaster, basically. And yeah. on this group, a lot of people have actually said that they are going to release tickets just for money in the bank in due course. At what cost? At what cost, yeah. Because apparently, I mean, Ridiculous. here's what I want to show you. So, um, I was able to find us tickets for the, for the, you know, for the five of us, so yeah. myself, you, Darren and the boys, and this figure is going to fucking shock you. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> 6,016 pound and 50 pence. For five tickets for money in the bank. For the Smackdown and money in the bank. 
No. You can't do it. Can't justify that, mate. You can't, can you? I like wrestling all, but... Um, and in the nicest way possible, not knocking the product, but everyone knows that Roman Reigns ain't even going to be on them shows. Doesn't look like it, does it? No, so as much as I like Cody Rhodes, I don't think he's worth six grand. Like for all of us. No. He's not a Reigns, is he? He's not Reigns level, is he? No, no. The only way they do that is give us give us some like scene or some a draw. Nah, that's crazy. That's that so is mental. Much money. And Drew McIntyre put on his Twitter page today, I've been told tickets today sold out in one minute flat. Blimey. That's mental, isn't it? Mm. That is mental. And it's just a bit disheartening for those who really want to go and just can't. I'm just hoping the only positive to this is that WWE can now see that the UK fan base is on it. We're fucking on it, yeah. Like Cardiff, now money in the bank. Like they're they're both sellouts. They're huge, yeah. Yeah. They they need to look at this and be like, we need to bring like a SummerSlam here or a Survivor Series. I'd love a Mania. I'd love a Mania. <laughs> that ain't gonna ever. But you know, I'll take a, I'll take a Survivor Series. Give us the War Games in like wherever. That'd be. And they could do a stadium now. They could easily do a stadium. If they did Wembley, that'd be a, such a good, such a great venue. Wembley Stadium. Wembley Stadium, even Twickenham would be good. Yeah, I prefer Wembley. I think it's the nicest stadium. They sell it. Yeah, yeah, they sell out. Twickenham is for me and you. Twickenham would be easier to get to. Much easier to get to. And the Bick and Bournemouth that'd be quite easy to get to. Do some slam there. <laughs> five thousand. <000. laughs> Only five thousand. Yeah, NXT takeover. Take oh, yeah. This is uh, there's Southampton as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's Ashton Gate in Bristol. There's loads of options. Yeah. Even if it's just a summer's like, I don't care, whatever it is, you know? Yeah, they, they could easily do a stadium job here. Yeah, they could. Um, anyway, that's one topic I just want to briefly talk about. Yeah. The other one is very minor. Yeah. Um, but it is about our podcast. I'm not going to go into great detail, but there is another podcast out there that is... Uh, well, I've got to be very careful here. I'm, all right, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to bring this right down. Yeah, we're all in this together, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. We're we're all wrestling fans, and we all wanna we wanna get something out of this. Me and you are doing this out of love for what we just love what we what we're doing. We, yeah, we love having we love talking about our favorite thing, and we're passionate about what we're talking about. And it's just two mates coming together and just give trying to basically give everyone else a better time. Yeah. That's all it is. But when there's another podcast out there that's trying to, you know, put something on top of another podcast and not in a positive way, that's not cool. No. That's that's not cool like Carlito Caribbean cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we had to bite some apples. <laughs> we had to bite some apples and spit some. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is, it's just a fun hobby for everyone. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And I don't think uh, I don't think it's fair for other people to try and spoil it for other people. Yeah, but you know, he can't be a wrestling fan, or she can't be a wrestling fan. They can't be a wrestling fan because wrestling fans don't judge other wrestling fans. No, no, no. This is all. It, it don't get me wrong. It's great when you have a debate, and like yeah. you, you know, I love a debate. I love a debate too. If, yeah. If, if I shared a hundred percent the same as someone else. 
a wrestling fan. That'd be boring. I like to debate. Yeah, yeah. And it's all different opinions of just magic, yeah. especially in wrestling. Yeah, it's great. But when you've got that, when you've got someone else that's just trying to knock uh, knock the other guys down. Yeah, it is a little bit like, whoa. Well, you know. Yeah, come on, sort it out. I mean, my way of sorting it out is in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we mine's yeah. in a boiler room. <laughs> mine's <laughs> oh man, mine could have been in hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. But you know, I just don't. I don't like. I don't. I don't like that. We're all in this together. Let's let's look after each other. We're so, let's all let's all enjoy this. What we're doing and yeah. and and move forward and you know enjoy each other's product. If that's another way of putting it. Yeah. But yeah, basically in simple terms, don't be an asshole. Yeah. Just be cool. <clears throat> yeah, be cool. Just be cool, like. Like Terry Bloody Johnson yeah, yeah, and Sam freaking Michaels. <laughs> oh, and also... Don't be like Nels from SummerSlam 92. Don't be an asshole. No, no, no. But I, ha- I have to have a... I've had a little idea. If this kind of shit happens again... Yeah. There's one guy who, oh, yeah. who, who's going to take him down. Yeah. And that is the third person of this podcast. He is... He's part of the TNS Wrestling Show family. Yeah. He is um, the uncharismatic enigma. Oh, yeah. And he is. <laughs> well, basically, he's going to fucking take you down yeah, yeah, on, on the fucking social media gonna pages. He's going to fuck you up. He's going <laughs> to fuck you up for sure. <laughs> he don't take no presents. This boy don't sleep. Oh, no. He's like a shark. He's like a shark in water. <laughs> and it's Josh friggin' Cudlip. Yeah. So, um,. Yeah, I know Josh will look after us. He's gonna, he's gonna back us up. Yeah, Josh will back us up. He's our, he's our man. He's our guru. He's yeah. our man behind the scenes and the number one fan of the TNS Wrestling Podcast. Oh yes. Anyway, I think, um, I think now I've vented out. I feel, I feel pretty good. Yeah, that, that's I, good. I feel much better. In through the nose, out through the mouth. <sighs> right, <laughs> right. We're today, today, Derek Bloody Johnson. We're here to talk about. WWE No Way Out, no way out yeah. 2003 I was going to call Elimination Chamber there for a minute Ooh. there's no Elimination Chamber on this event no no I'm so confused because I watched Elimination Chamber then I watched No Way Out and it's just oh I can't keep up I know it, it, it's it, a bit it's a bit of a head fuck well I'm good 2003 2003 they've only just had the very first Elimination Chamber match three months before four months before Wait, oh yeah three. yeah yeah so, but don't worry. We're it's 2003. We're not in 2023 right now. I'm so lost, man. I'm I'm in every decade. I'm in every era of wrestling I'm watching at the moment. Well, you are at the moment. But I'm so like I, I mean, mean I mean golden, ruthless, and modern. Yeah. And when we pick up soon, I'll be back in the new gen. I'll be golden, new gen, ruthless, and modern. So I get a bit confused. This is the uh, thing is though, I'm loving that. I'm yeah. loving how we're going through this. We're, go, we're basically going through our 1997 journey and we're going through our 2003 journey. Yeah. So we're going six years apart. I think it's quite good. Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. But before you know it, by next year... Are you finding, like, so far, like, I find, I find the 97, I find more entertaining. Yeah. But I find the 2003, like, I think, like, better wrestling. Yeah, I know what you're saying. And it, it, it a lot... Uh, I, uh, what am I trying to say? 2003 
it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. But I think 97 it's will make better, more sense. I just find entirely. 97 more entertaining with the hearts. Yeah, I know what you're saying, yeah. I'm just more drawn to it. Yeah, yeah. And I understand why. I do get it. Yeah. But anyway, right. Um, no way out 2003. I think it's time to fire up the official ah. TNS wrestling show iPad. Okay. Is that the official one, is it? Yeah. This is the official, the official iPad. Did I see that um, we got official mugs? Or was that you that's got a mug? Oh, no, it was you. Yeah, I'm trying to get some official mugs. Yeah, we got we got an official merchandiser kind of lined up within somewhere. Well, she never suggests, though, but we're... we're I, think I, I think I threw it on as like, you, oh, actually. You chucked it out there, yeah. Yeah. I think she was keen, though. Yeah. She's another Johnson. Yeah. What could she be? Um... Well, we can't say dogs danglers because her husband is the dogs danglers oh. of the golden era. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna have to have a think of that one. Yeah, you're gonna have to think. Yeah. No, you're gonna have to. Yeah, maybe she might listen to this podcast and think, "Oh, I have an idea." But uh, anyway, right here we go, Terry Bloody Johnson. Let's finally get to this. Here we got on the front cover. Who's on the front cover of this? Deep. Big oh. Papa Pump. Oh, God. Not oh, he. Yeah. What's he doing? The oh, genetic freak. Oh, yeah. Holla, if you hear me. I suppose you still got a contract after Royal Rumble. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> hey, it ain't much better here, boyo. <laughs> so, No Way Out 2003 is held at the Bell Centre in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. The attendance was 15,100. Um. The 450,000 buy rate that's pretty damn good yeah a lot of people were enjoying this I think the reason why it was 450,000 buy rate was because Stone Cold Steve Austin returns yeah a lot of people wanted to see that um, and also it was the first WWE pay-per-view to be held here at the Bell Centre since the screw job Survivor Series 97 oh really yeah 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 oh okay I think we can get a little bit more, de- go into more detail into that later on. Yeah. Um, when we get to a certain match, because some of it kind of comes together and it makes a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. So, should we, whoa, 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 whoa. Before we start. Uh, oh, yeah. It's time. Yeah. Should we open a can of whoop ass? No, we need, we'll, we'll... we got to have a selection of whoop asses. we got, we got a couple of whoop asses here. I know which one you're arguing at. Yeah, I know which one I want. You want the Brahma Bull. I want the Brahma Bull. You want... you Yeah, you want the Brahma Bull. <sighs> Have you had this one before? Uh, yeah. My favourite... They do a few of these. Um, right. So it's the Red Edition Red Bull, basically. Um, they've done a few of these. The best one is Coconut. Coconut? You like Coconut? I love Coconut. It's the best. Is it? Yeah. Right, okay. So I know they do, obviously, the original, the sugar-free. They do watermelon, coconut, and they do another one. The other one's rank. This one's okay, I believe, but the coconut's, like, really good. I've seen the coconut there as well. Oh, okay. But I don't know if you like coconut. I was like, I know you said you want to try watermelon. Yeah, yeah. But if, you t- if I knew you liked co- coconut, I would have picked both up. I have an idea. When the office is finished, we should have a f- refrigerator. Yeah. We should call it Perry. 
Yeah, the Perry. <laughs> yeah. Is it what was his name? William Refrigerator Perry. I don't know what. What was, what was his fucking name? The refrigerator. Uh, oh, he, he, like he's talking like eighties. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, William the Refrigerator Perry. I think his name was. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, what I'm trying to get at is we should have a refrigerator in the office. Yeah. And we should just have a collection. A, no, a selection of freaking drinks. Yeah. All the good ones. We get free most of these now. Yeah. We know what's good and what's um, a bit naff, don't we? Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Um, Some oh. nitros. Whether well, it, uh, but it's still. Oh, hold on, hold on. I've had some update on tickets. Oh, we got official it's still, uh Whether it's hundred percent accurate or not, but it'll still make everyone panic by now if any more tickets come up. Oh, sorry. This is from a conversation from earlier on. So uh, I've. Um, uh, I'm working at a client's house and they're big wrestling fans too he's been trying to get tickets freaking nightmare is that the flight at Dumblecombe yeah 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 I bet they do a lot of this as well to scare you as well and like, yeah, just it, put the prices right up yeah yeah he tried this at Fast of the Castle right the prices were ridiculous and then he couldn't sell them so no. he had to drop them yeah yeah anyway should we get to this can of whoop yeah yeah let's, let's open this can of whoop so we're on the red edition red bull watermelon watermelon uh, I won't go into detail <laughs> you know what's in there it's just a load of crap <laughs> there we go that smells good what do you think um, yeah, it's quite nice. I don't mind. I don't mind that. No. Yeah. Yeah. With I've had worse. With watermelon, it's a little bit. I can take it or leave it. I think like that's quite refreshing. Now it is. Yeah. When you first drink it, it's a bit like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it tastes good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Let's finally do this. Twenty-three, twenty-two minutes into the this we always podcast. talk a lot of. Uh, Give a jabber. Who, why the hell not? It's the best bit. Here we go then, Terry Bloody Johnson. The first match is scheduled for one fall, and it is Chris Jericho versus Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Um, the referee is Chad Patton. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Chad freaking Patton. And also, when the show opens, it's only uh, Jonathan Coachman and Jerry Lawler on commentary. Yeah. No JR. Uh, this is all down to the storyline from... Uh, the war previous yeah uh, yeah anyway so um, I'll just read off a couple of my notes mm-hmm. so in my opinion this is just my opinion I felt like Jeff he seemed like he was slacking a bit in the match and Y2J was basically trying to keep the match together I kind of felt like he was the man of the match um, you know he's in control and I also noticed one thing Chris Jericho's in fucking good shape in this match yeah YTJ he's he's busted open above his eye and I don't know how that happened no 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 but I also feel like the crowd because it's in Canada they're behind Jericho anyway yeah Uh, Jericho um, sorry not Jericho when I write notes I don't really bullet point it and I'm thinking <laughs> what, what am I fucking writing here 
Anyway, Jeff hip tosses Y2J does a I've got this all wrong. What am I trying to say? Y2J to get foot on top rope. Okay, I remember. So Jericho does like a hip toss from the top rope to Jeff. Yeah. Then uh, Swamp Tom to Jeff Hardy. Uh, yeah, then Y2J tries to do the pin, but puts his foot on the rope. There we go. There we go. Lion salt to Jeff Hardy. And then they do like an awkward kind of cradle pin. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, then the best bit, powerbomb from the top rope to Jeff into the walls of Jericho. And then Jericho wins. Now, before I get to what is about to happen, Jeff isn't around in the company for much longer after this. No. And I think with whatever's going on in his personal life at the time, he's not him as a singles competitor trying to do a match like this. I knew Jericho was going to carry him anyway. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, Christian comes out and then Shawn Michaels comes out. The crowd haven't seen Shawn Michaels in Montreal since Survivor Series 97. 97 and he's yeah. running out as a baby face trying to freaking yeah. kick some other Canadian's ass. <laughs> Ooh, oh boy. Um, Miss, yeah, Shawn Michaels coming out to Jericho is the build up to the WrestleMania match. Yeah. This, this all kind of started, all kind of started actually around Survivor Series anyway. Yeah. And then it's kind of led into the Royal Rumble and. And then gone through. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to getting the Mania 19 because that HBK and Jericho match is going to be a hot topic. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favourite matches. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Fucking great. Um, anyway, so, yeah, HBK and Christian come into the ring. They have a little bit of a freaking. Bit of a scuffle. Bit of a scuffle. Bish bash bosh. Bond of the douche. Off they go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not bad match. Yeah. Um, what would you give it? I just... I just thought it was a bit... I just thought the whole thing was a little bit, like, strange, you know? Like, what was it? What was Jeff... So Jeff Hardy was fighting Jericho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is see, I would rather it have been Jeff versus like Christian. Personally, I just thought that would have made uh, a bit it, more I can see the yeah, the logic in that, yeah. Um but it's fine. Um Jeff and Jericho, like yeah, it the match is good. I mean Jeff told a story. I, I, I thought the match told a story of Jeff kept trying and trying and trying and Jericho is in this 2003 run around the time he was putting he was good who Jericho yeah he's, he's great oh, shape yeah. yeah and I, when you I just thought we could have got a little, just a bit more out of this match um the thing I hated was Jericho ran down oh sorry Michaels ran down afterwards started beating Jericho up I thought okay and then Christian comes down I'm like ah oh, they're gonna save it and then Shawn Michaels ended up taking him out as well uh-huh. and then it, Jericho ran away backstage and I'm just like thinking why can't they let the Canadians just like well Christian and like just let the have, Canadians have their fun you know yeah yeah like yeah I get it <laughs> but yeah yeah I just I don't know I'm, I, I probably yeah the, ma- the match was the match was good okay good it was don't really see the, don't really get it to be honest 
Well, I gave this a generous, and it was a generous European Championship. Do you know what was the background here? What was what, why were they fighting? Uh, I can't remember. No, I do you know? I'd rather it was a bloody Christian and Jericho versus Jeff Hardy and Michaels. Is yeah, it? It a tag match. It's just something. I did. I did write a couple of notes down for each backstory to the match. Yeah, that ones I wasn't unsure of. But even it, all right. But the freaking page is gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, all right. Forget the backstory. We're we're purely going on that Pacific match that we watch, and yeah, it, unfortunately, it didn't wow me. I thought I was expecting a bit more out of it. Okay. Um. Oh yeah, I probably. I'd probably give it a European. Mm-hmm. Because I just felt like Jeff Hardy just didn't really care. No, you you really can see Jeff's effort isn't yeah. there anymore. No, Jeff Hardy from a year ago would have been great. Versus Chris Jericho from this match, that would have been a good match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm probably same as you on that. Okay. So for the first time ever, ever, <laughs> I have got not just our views on. This is pay-per-view. We're going to go with Josh's Uh, as well. As we go. As we go. Yeah. So Josh has rated this an intercontinental. And I know why. I know why too. He's a Jeff Hardy fan. He's a Jeff Hardy mark. Yeah, it's his favourite. Yeah, yeah. But if I was a big Jeff Hardy fan or Jericho fan, I would agree. Yeah. Right. So before the next match, Team Angle... They have a little Team Angle segment backstage and Evolution arrive. The newly formed Evolution. Mm. So, uh, there we go. So, this what this match is interesting. So, it's, it's, the, uh, it's a tag team match for the World Tag Team Championships. Referee was Nick Patrick. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Rob Van Dam and Kane versus the champions Lance Storm and William Regal. Okay. Okay. I got no, I got no issue with both of these teams. No, me neither. I'm fine with both teams. Yeah. I, I didn't dislike either. No. So, Lance Storm and RVD start the match, moving really athletic. I thought. Yeah. Now, uh, oh, what have I written there? Anyway. <laughs> anyway, RVD's kicking ass. Kane, yeah, Kane's tagged in, and slamming the hell out of Regal. I think Regal gets uh, knocked knocked in the head quite bad because he's he's startled over something. Yeah. Did you notice this? Yeah, this happens a lot when he fights Kane. To be honest, I I, lo- I love Kane, but I think he's hurt a few people in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so after he gets knocked in the head, which I can't see quite well when it happened, but Regal's avoiding any contact for at least five minutes. Yeah, he eventually composes himself, and then he's working well with RVD. Kane is eventually tagged in, kicking freaking ass. Lance uh, tries to take Kane's mask off, and then Kane accidentally chokeslams RVD. And um, Kane's still trying to sort his mask out because he thinks he's chokeslammed someone else. Yeah. And um, anyway, Lance Storm and William Regal retain the championships. Yeah. And pin RVD. Um, Big win for them. Yeah, yeah. Another big win for the tag team champions. I like I, I like them as a tag team. You yeah, I can see why. I just like the idea of Lance. They were using Lance Storm right. 
even if it was in the tag division, I would take because this is an interesting fact. So you know Lance Storm was tagged in a tag team with Just Incredible, yeah. ECW, the Impact players. Impact players. Well done. Yeah, um, they were good. This only this week, Just Incredible and Raven were released from their contracts. This week, leading up to No Way Out 2003. Were they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just incredible because of his unreliability, turning up to shows quite late. Fair enough. You know, lack of creative at the time. Yeah. Um, Maybe that's why he turned up late because he didn't care anymore. Well, who knows? <laughs> but he's a great. He was a great talent. Yeah. You know, I really, I really enjoyed his ECW stuff. Yeah. I, well, I thought he was a good uh, jobber in WWE. What was the name of him? Ugo Montoya, Man of War. That's right. Um, yeah, he did. He did. He did all right for himself. He didn't win yeah. a battle, but no, he was, was good. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think for for Lance Storm because I think he's very, very good. Anyway, he's always been fucking very good. good yeah. Um, yeah, teaming up with Regal was a pretty good move. I think. Yeah. The only thing that bothered me was is was the uh, was his ring attire. Lance Storm wearing trunks. It just didn't look right. Yeah, I liked his um, WCW attire. Yeah, yeah. You know, the trousers, the Canadian flag trousers. Yeah, well, he wore that in the ECW too. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just the best, aren't they? Yeah. Trunks, nah. No. No, no. Um. So, again, I've given this match a very generous European. Yeah, yeah European. Would you disagree? European, yeah. I, yeah. I like uh, I like both, both teams. Yeah. It's funny that because Josh has also scored this a European. So he agrees with us. Or all, all round the ball then. We're all European. Three judges, three judges say the same. Yeah, yeah. See now he's a third judge. If we're if we're different, he could be the decider. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite interesting, I like it. So the first match then European two against one. Yeah. So European, European. So two Euros so far. Yeah. Okay, it's all good. Um, so uh, just before the next match, Matt Hardy um, and uh, what's his name? Oh, um, Shannon Moore. Shannon Moore. That's it. They see Jeff oh. backstage, and Jeff slaps the shit out of Matt. <laughs> I don't blame him to be fair. I, I, I the way Matt Hardy <laughs> used to be in two thousand two with this version one gimmick. Yeah. He portrayed it well. He's a great hill. Yeah. You know. But anyway, right. So the next match is for the Cruiserweight Championship. So the backstory to this is for Matt to be able to challenge for the Cruiserweight, he had to be down to 220 pounds. And he had supposedly dropped down to 220 pounds or 218 or something. Sweatsuits, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. He's a wrestling sweatsuits. Yeah. These pull the sweat out afterwards. Yeah. It's. um <laughs> quite disgusting to be fair oh well anyway but anyway so it's Cruiserweight Championship so Billy Kidman the champion versus Matt Hardy so Billy Kidman won this championship at uh, Survivor Series 2002 against yeah. Jamie Noble oh that's when he had his new theme song yeah hmm. and it was also the debut of that championship I believe was it I believe I could be wrong someone tell me if I'm wrong Josh Will Josh Will <laughs> uh, anyway I think that you know to start the match off Matt is actually moving pretty well and 
I think he's 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 a man in control of the match. Yeah. You know, I think he's yeah he's kicking Billy's ass. Anyway, Billy delivers an insecurity, uh, misses a shooting star press. Uh, yeah, Matt uh, Matt does a twist of fate. Billy kicks out. Twist of fate from the top rope. Bang. Yeah. Matt wins. New champion. We have a new champion. New cruiserweight. Yeah. I quite like the idea of. Um, I did quite like the idea of Matt Hardy being a cruiserweight. To be fair. Yeah. Um, I like the way he went about doing it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's just seemed weird having him in the cruiserweight division, but yeah, it all worked. So I gave this a European. European, yeah. Um, right, this. I wasn't a massive fan of Matt Hardy personally. I didn't like Matt in the cruiserweight division. Yeah, I, I like the idea of him being in it. How he did it. Um, Billy Kidman, I just didn't didn't care. He bored a, he bored the heck out of me. The only thing that got me was shooting star press. Yeah, and do you know what? You think of Matt Hardy in this time, the only thing that was relevant with him was his entrance. The V one, the facts. Yeah, yeah. Um I I I gave this match a hardcore. Okay. I don't get me wrong, I can see why. I'm I'm just me personally, I if I'm not a fan of of it. But yeah, just uh, it's weird. I just the only thing that really got me was the way Matt performed. Yeah, because to be fair, Billy was on the fucking ground half the time. Yeah, so hence why my score was a European. Um, what are we going for? Let's see what Josh has rated. I got to find it. What is the um? What has the? Oh, crikey! It's three on one again. Two on one. Sorry. He's rated it an intercontinental. So we all we all gone different. We've gone different, yeah. Bloody out, Josh. I, want to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't have done that. Okay. Well probably he's a he's a he's a hardy, isn't he? He is, yeah. He likes his hardy boys. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, right, so just before the next match Edge is found backstage uh, unconscious uh, looks like he's been attacked or something but earlier this week Edge finds out that he's got a critical injury to his neck yeah um, this is how they portray the story and to write him off TV so uh, Stephanie Benoit and Lesnar around him trying to figure out what the fuck's going on it's quite funny because I think Lesnar's actually technically a baby <laughs> face at this point. He's just stood over him going, Edge! Edge! Or what, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What is wrong with you? Edge <laughs> said, oh, my neck, my neck. Yeah. They kind of feel it. Oh. Anyway, yeah, so this is the start of something. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but anyway, at this point, no, I don't think everyone really knew uh, no. what was going on. But because this was Edge's last appearance in 2003 yeah he doesn't return until 2004 yeah he was out for a long time he missed two Wrestlemanias yeah yeah it's pretty mad uh, so the next match is The Undertaker versus The Big Show referee was Brian Hebner 
we kind of know the story to this match, which is a good backstory. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people were behind the match. And everyone, yeah. you know, it, I, I enjoyed it. Anyway, so it, the story <laughs> starts from the night after No Mercy 2002. Yeah. <clears throat> um, where Big Show debuted on SmackDown. Of him being drafted from Raw to SmackDown. And attacks the Big Show. Sorry, the Big... If I said this wrong, yeah, the Big Show debuts from Raw to SmackDown the night yeah. after the SmackDown after No Mercy 2002, and uh, attacks the Undertaker and throws him off the uh, off the, off off the, the stage. stage. Yeah, yeah, and this is the way of writing Undertaker off TV just to subside a couple of injuries and returns to the Royal Rumble. Yeah, uh, and then obviously from the Royal Rumble. Yeah, kind of spurs off from that. Hence how we get this match. Now, considering these, this match is two big guys, mm. not a bad match. Uh, they're just slamming the shit out of each other. Yeah. Uh, I think the Big Show has the upper hand of the match to start with. They both get busted open. The Undertaker tries to choke slam Big Show. Uh... So yeah, low blow to the Big Show, and then the Taker's reverse submission, which is um, what they call it, the Hell's Gate, don't they, or something? Yeah, yeah, or something like. Yeah, that's it. Anyway, A Train interferes. Taker dives over the top rope. Taker takes, uh, <laughs> starts taunting for a tombstone. There's no way that's going to happen. Then the Big Show ch- choke slams <laughs> the Undertaker. Then the Undertaker gets the Big Show into the Hell's Gate. Taps out. Yeah. This is the start of seeing the Hell's Gate submission. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, look, look, it's Jeff Hardy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyway, so considering this is this match was two big guys, yeah, I think they both did a really fab job. I found it funny when Adrian come out and he said to the Undertaker, "Like he, he it's his yard now." Yeah, yeah. It, it's. Say, what did he say? Um, this is my yard now. I mean, it, it'll never be his yard. Well, Velocity's, he might be the big dog in that yard. Oh, yeah. See, he, he was the main event every time on Velocity. But I don't think that'll ever be his yard. Hell no. Um, I, I just, I, I don't like Big Show, mate. I know you don't. I think he sucks. I call him the uh, Big Slow. He's a, he's, He's had more face nails turns than I, I care to remember. I just can never. I've never got invested in Big Show, apart from here. The only time I ever liked Big Show was that feud he had with Big Boss Man. And my dad, my dad, my dad. <laughs> 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 That's the only time. Bro. Yeah, I remember. But man, uh, I'm just. I don't know. The only reason he probably had a semi decent match here is because he's against the Undertaker. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I start with that, mate. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the match, the match was fine. It was, it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, no, what, uh, yeah, I'll probably scrape it a year up in. Yeah. Cause I'm not invested in Big Show whatsoever. I know this says different here, but I, I, th- I thought about it today, and it's a European, in my opinion, too. Yeah. And Josh's as well. He's gone for Euro as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I I did I like the match because it had a bit of a backstory and it does still follow through into WrestleMania as well. 
Well, I gave it a year, mate. Otherwise, you know, I would have dropped it for a hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it had the backstory. Yeah. Because they they attend the story to mania. You know, it's just. I just big show. Yeah. If I had to sit down, if I accidentally one night put WCW on, and I lost the TV controls, and I was stuck to the armchair with Valcro, and Big Show versus Goldberg come on that TV, I I would, <laughs> I would lose my mind. I <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, yeah. That would not be good. Oh man. And I know they've they've had a match, haven't they? Oh God, I, they did. I, I remember Goldberg actually jackhammered the Big Show. Oh. I do not want to watch that match. It's not good, mate. Yeah, fucking Goldberg. It's it's not good. Who the fuck is that? Oh. Fucking Ziggler. Yeah, we get a lot of random people turning up here, don't I? Yeah, we <laughs> do. Uh, right. Ziggler. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a backstage segment with Vince McMahon, uh, Eric Bischoff, and Sean Morley. Or Chief yeah, Morley. Yeah, uh, Chief Morley, yeah. Now Venus. Whoopie do. Right. So the next match is handicap match. Handicap tag team match. Because mm. Edge can't compete. He's out the match. They don't find another tag team partner. So it is uh, Brock Lesnar and Chris Benoit. Yeah. Versus uh, Kurt Angle, Shelton Benjamin, and Charlie Haas, Team Angle, team accompanied Angle. by Paul Heyman. You don't really see many of this style of format on a pay-per-view you do not one of like the first times I've I've known like three or two mm. I don't know if they've ever done that before no anyway so referee was uh, Mike Kyoda. Uh so the match starts with Benoit and Shout and Benjamin great technical and amateur moves to them Benoit kicking ass Benoit's kicking ass yeah Haas then tags in and uh, then Lesnar what have I written there Haas has then tagged in and then Lesnar I'll beat it up I'll bet off whatever basically anyway I need to write my notes a little bit better <laughs> so Charlie Haas and Brock Lesnar they're doing their thing together and then Lesnar does the body press slam to Charlie Haas and Shout Benjamin probably two of the best body press slams I've ever seen. Yeah. Brock, at this, point, at this early point of his career, fucking hell, he could lift anything. He was good. He was good, wasn't he? I used to love watching him back then. Loved it. Anyway, Angle uh, locks Lesnar into the into a choke hold and Lesnar breaks the hold or kind of, but anyway, uh, Brock falls back with Angle still... Yeah, put him in a naked chokehold. Yeah. Kangle breaks his neck. Ah. Yeah. So he doesn't have a match up until WrestleMania. Uh, Angle gets knocked into the, knocks his shoulder into the turnbuckle. Again, contributing to the neck injury now. Uh, Benoit delivers a round of German suplexes to Team Angle. Belly to belly uh, from the top rope from Angle to Benoit. Uh, Lesnar eventually tagged back in and destroys literally everyone in his freaking path then Benoit is back in uh, Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit are swapping like finishing manoeuvres that's quite cool yeah well, I love it it was like ankle lock cripple across face ankle lock cripple across face it is awesome and then eventually 
Charlie Haas is put into the crossface by Benoit. Bam. Done. T- team Angle lose. Yeah. Hell of a good match. It was, yeah. Yeah. It's probably been my best match. Um, yeah, it's probably my best match that has been on the show so far. It was so good. And I think as well, you've got Chris Benoit, who's just fucking brilliant. You've got Kurt Angle again. Fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Lesnar, who's just coming up, and he is very good, and he's only been in the game for under a year yeah. in WWE. And then you've got Charlie Haas and Shout and Benjamin. It's just a hell of a yeah, great mix no, here. Yeah, it's what you expect. Yeah. I knew I knew it would, would have been good. That's what I mean. you got, like, even, like, Shouting as well. Like, he, he's quite fresh. Um, I mean, when you see that writing and that talent, you expect a good match. Yeah. They give you a good match. Just reflecting on earlier, when I see on talent, Jeff versus Jericho, yeah. I expect the same out of that match to what I should have got out of that match. Yeah, yeah. And that's a bloody good match. So, if, because Edge wasn't in the match in the end, who would you have picked to have been the third person in the Brock and Benoit tag team? So we definitely had to have gone off. Who do you, who was Benoit fighting at Mania? Do you remember? That's a good question. Was he tied up with Eddie Guerrero in a tag team? Uh, you could be right. But who would have been his tag team partner? Rhino. It's a Rhino. Yeah, I think oh, so. Do you know, or was that a SummerSlam? Why am I thinking Rhino? I'm thinking Rhino. I can't remember. No, it's been ages. Um, it was. It was Team Angle versus uh, Chris Benoit and Rhino versus Los Guerreros. Why well, sod that theory then? Um, yeah, I know. I know who I would have had. I know who I would have had in that match. Yeah. Who, who would you have had? I know exactly what who I would have had. Now I'm gonna go. I w- he wasn't in the company anymore. Okay. I would have loved to have had Ken Shamrock in that team. Ken Shamrock. Yeah. I know we had nothing to do with it yeah. at the time or anything like that. Ken Shamrock mm. teaming up with Brock Lesnar and Chris Benoit. That would be cool. That would be fucking brilliant. That would be it? good. Yeah. I think. Okay, so this, in my in my opinion, he could have made a bit higher, like more effort into this match. As like should have been like the main event, one of the main events. I know it's portrayed as, but it should have been higher. You got to think you got Brock Lesnar won the Rumble. Kangol's the champion. This is your main match for WrestleMania. Need a vacancy? I I, I would have chucked Stone Cold in that. I would have put Stone Cold as a third person, bring him back in. Him and Eric Bischoff thing we'll get to in a minute, but come on. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, I would have put Austin. I would have made it Stone Cold. Yeah. Stone Cold, Brock Lesnar, Chris Benoit versus Team Angle. And I would have gone as far as making that as the main event as well. Yeah. And finish the show off with... um. Austin, Brock Lesnar, Chris Benoit, drinking beers. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. That would have given Austin something to do as well, you know, a bit more... Pardon me. A bit more relevance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, 
Now, I did give this an Intercontinental. That's I, fair, man. Hundred percent. I I I think this is a damn good Intercontinental. Yeah, it's almost white strap vintage Intercontinental. Yeah, not far off it. No, very very good match. Yeah, you you you're looking at like a like a round of like a um, the old school winter. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I I I got to say I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So what did Josh give it? He's got to be in there. He has to be. Fucking hell! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm gonna give you a clue. Up higher. A big eagle. He's given it a big eagle. He's given it a WWE Championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can't. Yeah, I get it. I I can understand why it it was good. Maybe he's given it that score based on the fact that his handicap matches suck. Yeah. So they've gone the extra mile and they put they they made a handicap match probably one of the one of the only times ever made a handicap match look fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's like where we're in he's being like do you know what they done such a good job, bang big eagle. I've just thought of another person that could have been in that tag team. Yeah, and he's one person that wasn't even utilized on this pay per view, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, yeah. You know who would have been in the most logical sense in that match, wouldn't you, as an extra partner? No, go on. Right now. Yeah, have, you know what I mean, like that. Rhino Chris Benoit team angle. Yeah, Mania. I get it. But who the hell wants to see that? And we we have got a new partner, and everyone's like, oh, well, who it can be? It's. Rhino, the man beast. Really? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I I thought Eddie Grow. Oh well, just be, Eddie Grow to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So before we get to the next match, I think it's time we uh, we just want to thank a little. Well, we, we have a little sponsor, just a little. Oh, little yeah, sponsor. the sponsors. Um, we've got a couple lined up that we need to start really putting putting out there. You know. Yeah. So, number one is Dorset Tech and Gillingham. Website design, all the technical stuff with phones and laptops and anything you can freaking think of. There you guys. Gillingham High Street. Check out Dorset Tech. Chris Roo. There you guys. They are your guys. Chris Roo. Chris Roo. 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 R-O-O. No. R-Y-U. R-Y-U. <laughs> Unique surname, I right? But no, it's Rue. 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 Yeah, I, I, I have no idea. I've not... Woo! Woo! Really, <laughs> 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 I've not ever asked him why um, or how that surname has occurred in his life, but hey, it's, it's Rue. 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 Anyway, great guys. Love them all very much. Um, they're still trying to work on our logo. Oh, okay. Is it... Uh, is he the one who did the, the logo? The championship belt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. We want to... Yeah. I highly, highly recommend them for anything technical and anything business-related, development websites and all that. Yeah. They're just, they're really on it. They're good. Um, yeah, guys, check them out. Dorset Tech and Gillingham Dorset. And there's one more. There's one more. There is one more. It's not actually a sponsor, but it's just, we're, we're going to advertise them. Yeah. And it's the, one of the best Chinese takeaways in North Dorset. Oh, is it now? <laughs> <laughs> they are famous for their Feng Wong chicken. <laughs> 
And they are also very famous for a certain uncharismatic enigma to the an- to answer the phone. Hello, good evening, happy garden. And it's Josh Frickin' Cudlip answering the phone. You know, we're going to have to ring there one night to speak to Josh. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is the second time we've mentioned this now, and we've not rung. And I'm not. I'm not going to mention it a third time because the third time we're going to ring him. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just to speak. Just to to. speak. Okay. To Josh bloody freaking Josh freaking Cudlip. Cudlip. Yeah. What I'm trying to get at is, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. If you, if anyone would like to try one of the best Chinese takeaways in North Dorset, UK, you want to try a Happy Garden. Yeah. In Storbridge Dorset. The telephone number is I might have it on my phone. Let me have a look. Um Happy? No, I don't have it. Anyway, so just just go on Google. Happy Garden Chinese takeaway. It is very, very good. And I highly recommend the Fung Wong chicken. The Fung Wong. Fung Wong chicken. Right. Let's get back to No Way Out, two thousand three. So, Terry, the next match is the World Heavyweight Championship match. It's the same again from Royal Rumble. It is Triple H versus oh, Scott Steiner. Oh, God. We're quickly brushed through this. Oh. I think there's only certain things that happen in this match that are... Um, anyway, I'm going to get to it. Yeah. You, so, the most... Int- yeah. The most interesting thing in this match is the fact that Earl Hebner is the referee. Poor bugger. But he's in Montreal. Oh. And what's happening? They're, they're, they are... They're shouting, you know, you screw Brett. <laughs> now, the crowd are very, very much behind Triple H in this it was, match. It was so loud. It was loud, wasn't it? It's like the highlight of the night. Yeah. <laughs> so they are boo... Every time that Scott Steiner moved... They were booing him like crazy. I don't blame them, though, after Rumble. Oh, that was so disappointing. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so... uh, What am I trying... Yeah, Scott Steiner's trying to focus on Triple H's knee and puts him in a couple of submissions. You know, Triple H... uh, This is... Again, I I can't really go into this match too much because it is fucking shit. Did you know that bit when he was like trying to work on his knee and he walked over to him and tripped over? <laughs> yeah, but, mate, I know. How? How? You're so top heavy with little chicken legs. Yeah, yeah. How are you just botched walking? Oh, it just pisses me off. But anyway, even though Triple H is, um, you know, supposedly trying to, ow, my knee hurts. You know, he's trying to sell the knee. Yeah. You know. Triple H is doing a better job trying to look injured mm. yeah, than uh, Scott Steiner actually trying to look like he's done something to try and defeat him. He, yeah. He, Scott Steiner ain't selling, I'm afraid. No. He just ain't selling. Um, <laughs> anyway, the crowd is starting to get really, really loud, you know, booing Scott Steiner. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's a certain segment where Triple H and Earl Hebner are arguing crowd are loving this because it looks like uh, Earl Heaven's about to ring the bell you know as a little pun in to screw him you know mm-hmm. but it doesn't happen luckily but we're going down that route anyway Randy Orton and Batista interfere that's good well, then Scott Stoner just kicks their ass which is a bit shit then Earl Heaven attempts to send Evolution backstage 
for then Triple H to hit Scott Steiner with the championship belt and then Pedigree for the win mm. it's a little bit more entertaining than Royal Rumble only because of the fact there's interference and the fact that Earl Hebner is the referee and the match was half the time and the match was half the time this match was like I enjoyed this match more than the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I think the Royal Rumble match went for nearly half an hour, and I think you find this match went for about a quarter of an hour. It was, yeah. So that's probably why. You reckon, if, I'll tell you what, add another double the time of that match, you probably wouldn't be much better than the Royal Rumble. No. No. The only thing I liked about this match was the entrances. I thought both themes were pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Mm hmm. Could see Randy Orton, young Randy Orton. Wrong yet, Randy. <laughs> I love it when the crowd like just know yeah early shit on it I love that I gave this European more so on the entertainment concept of it <laughs> and the fact that Triple H was the one that did all the work yeah because I think he did a very good job from start to finish yeah and it's a generous European yeah what would you give it well you know it won't be a European from me no fair enough um I probably, I'm probably, I probably give it, I probably give it a hardcore. Yeah, but it was an improvement for the last match. Same reasons again. It's the bloody world title match on a pay per view just before Mania, and he was still botching. Mm-hmm. Like, that can't be happening. That botches happen. Botches happen in NXT. Or, or AEW. Yeah, or AEW. <laughs> this, on a world title match, the pay-per-view before WrestleMania, still botching two pay-per-views in a row. Like, oh, nah, man. It's just not good. Nah, and, it's not And good. even the whole crowd knew he was shite. And that's why they booed him. Yeah, yeah. He's not even on the WrestleMania card. Yeah, I says all oh, debut Survivor Series. Mate, Chabby's world title Rumble, world champion February, this one, WrestleMania, is, uh, no. we don't this want you. No, we don't want you. You can feud later in the year with testicles. Mm. And then they become fucking partners. Yeah, don't even understand. <laughs> fucking stupid. Uh, anyway, Josh gave it a European as well. <laughs> well, it looks like this much is a European, then, doesn't it? <laughs> hey, yo, Josh, what's the matter with you? Ah, uh, right. Here we go. I haven't really got a lot to say about this match with what happens because we all know what happens. Yeah. But JR comes back to join on commentary with J- Jonathan Coachman and uh, and JR. Yeah. Uh, and Jerry Lawler. Right. I have to take, right, watch this Royal Rumble. We'll just t- hold on, guys. We're we're watching the Royal Rumble 2001 in the background. 2021. Look. That's Kane coming out. He doesn't have a fucking glove on. No, don't. What the fuck's going on there? <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, I left, must have left my glove in another suitcase. Is that his real hair? Oh, God, no. It's a wig. Yeah, it just it's really weird. Yeah, it doesn't look right, does it? That hair doesn't look right. Kane doesn't look right in this match, I'm afraid. Nah, he just, he just needs to go, doesn't he? He's old. Now. No, he's a tire that sucks. It's like the worst. Of do you know what? If that was white, that, do you know that looks like Wolfpack Sting? NWO. Yeah, it kind of does. It would like a scorpion, like. If it was. Just... The thing is, you can see the way Kane's moving. He's got knee trouble there. Yeah. He's, no. got, he's got the brace on and everything. Anyway, right, back to No Way Out 2003. 
It's the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. And he's fighting... Yeah, I would say this is a fight. This is not a match. It's just a fight. It's a fight. And it's... <laughs> it's Eric Bischoff. So the reason to this is Eric Bischoff doesn't want to get fired from by Vince McMahon. Otherwise, Shane McMahon's going to take control of Raw. Yeah. And the stipulation was, hire Steve Austin. He couldn't hire Steve Austin. But anyway... JR comes out this is on the week before I think and says that Austin is guaranteed he will be at Montreal for no way out blah 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 and um, well yeah so we get it Austin just absolutely destroys Eric Bischoff mm. one stunner booyah <laughs> two stunner booyah three stunner booyah JR is going absolutely nuts on commentary and he is just, I love it when JR gets enthusiastic <laughs> he gets a bit shine. excited doesn't he yeah 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 <laughs> I love it and then he goes for stunner number four after he's pin- already pinned him anyway there's not really a lot to say about that but it was a good squash match yeah yeah great just, to, it was great to see Austin back yeah just some good fun um, I don't know how to rate this match though. that's my only thing I I don't I don't think you really can, can you? Because it's like you're gonna rate it as a match. Just, I don't know, light heavyweight. If you if you're gonna rank it on entertainment purposes, then yeah, it was, oh shit, yeah, it was awesome. But you know what I mean? If if you if you paid a thousand pounds to sit front row and seeing that on as your main event, you'd be like, huh. Uh, you would that, that's that's so true so yeah yeah how can you rank this match it's it's yeah don't, I don't really know how to do this one it's just a bit of fun they knew the crowd was going to love it something for Austin doing his return it helped with the storyline yeah it's I don't know yeah Maybe it's more of a segment than a match you know I, I can get what you're saying <clears throat> now Here's an interesting little fact from Josh. Okay. Has he has he ranked this match? He's ranked this match. So he's he's ranked it a smoking skull. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, more so because of Austin getting his revenge finally. Because I can I can understand the build to this match because Steve Austin went through a lot of personal shit because of Eric Bischoff in '95 when he was fired from WCW. Yeah. Um, yeah, but all right. Then you flip this in. Yeah. Bret Hart against Vince McMahon at WrestleMania 26. That match. I can't even. You know how bad it was. Yeah. It's horrific. Now, would you give out a smoking skull because it's Bret getting his revenge on Vince? That's a really, really good point. It's. it's you know what I mean? It's just I don't know, man. I. It. it Stone Cold and Eric Bischoff, I sat there, I was entertained, it was funny, it was cool as hell. It was, yeah. But if I'm going to rank it as a match, if we, we if this is classed as a match, we'll rank it as a match. He's, yeah, I, I give him a lot every week. <laughs> it, it was like, well, it, if you're going on match terms. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Segment, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about you? you, you I, can I, you even rank this? Or you just, just boy, might push it to a hardcore just yeah just because Steve Austin was moving really well yeah but I can't really you know I, I can't do it 
Mads can't do it. No. Anyway, right, so the final match of the evening is Hogan Rock 2. Yeah. Hogan versus The Rock. Well, even better, it's Hulk Hogan versus Hollywood Rock. Hollywood Rock. Hill, we haven't had a hill. The Rock hasn't played a hill since 98. No. Well, early part of 99 as well. Yeah. This is pretty cool. I really, really enjoyed seeing The Rock like this. Yeah, it's some people's favourite rock. Yeah, it is, yeah, and I can see why. I really can. Yeah. But the year prior, we had The Rock versus Hollywood Hogan, and now we've got Hollywood, Ro- Hollywood Rock. Mad. It's crazy. Anyway, so... Yeah, The Rock, yeah, the match starts. And, uh, oh, before I, before I mention, the referee was Sylvain Grenier. So, is this his first match he, as a ref? Was he doing it quite a regular around this time? He'd done something on Sunday Night Heat. Oh. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, he yeah, sucked the ma- as a ref. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did, like he did in La Resistance. Oh, man. Anyway, so The Rock uh, is outside the ring. You know, he's playing the perfect hill. He's not getting in the ring and stuff. Eventually starts... To, you know, taking Hogan down. Yeah, the Rock is selling just absolutely perfectly well. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Anyway, there's an only Rock bottom. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, takes Hogan's belt off, and then starts slapping the shit out of um. Hogan with Hogan's own belt. That's good. To take off his bandana. I know you're not a fan of Hulk Hogan. No. No, or the Rock. But anyway, we'll get to that later. Then uh, yeah, you know. then Hogan takes the belt. Yeah. And when he starts slapping uh, the rock with that belt. Yeah, that's good as well. Fucking hell, those slaps <laughs> echoed through the freaking building. They were hard slaps. Yeah. They were hard. Sharpshooter's locked in. Hogan powers out of the sharpshooter. Hogan grabs a chair. Ref takes away... Uh, Takes it away for the rock to the then to a low blow spine buster to the rock, spine buster to Hogan, two people's elbows. Hogan powers out and he's doing his freaking he's hulking out. Oh, he's hulking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he you know punches out to the leg drop. Uh, what am I saying? Yeah, punch, he does his punches, then does the leg drop. The lights go out. Dun dun dun. Oh. Is it the Undertaker or someone like that? Guy? No, no. Uh, basically, <laughs> it looks like someone's come out and hit the referee across the head with um, with a steel chair. Don't hear the impact. No. But anyway, lights are out. Referee Sylvain Grenier is on the on the ground. Vince comes out thinking, oh, oh, what's going on? What's going on? And then the crowd starts shout chanting to Vince, "You screwed Brett." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you see the referee start to move, and he. Slice the chair over to the rock. Bam. Hits Hogan. The rock hits Hogan with a chair. Rock bottom. Win. Well, Hogan has been screwed. The ref was involved. Anyway, so. Yeah. Not a bad match. Quite entertaining. Mm. I don't like. I did not like the ending, though. No. I did not like the end. I didn't like how the referee was involved. Obviously, Vince McMahon comes out and he starts ripping his top off and stuff. 
because he's wearing a Hulk Hogan t-shirt underneath. The t-shirt's quite funny, though. Yeah, and then obviously Hogan. This is all a build-up for the WrestleMania 19 match with Vince versus Hogan, anyway. Yeah. Um, Get some good heat to a screwjob finish in Canada. Yeah, and then uh, Vince is at the near the entrance, and he's you know got all his genetic jackhammer freaking muscles out, and he's like posing on the stage. And his facial expression alongside him posing is it's quite freaky looking at that. Mm. But I I loved Vince McMahon as a hill back then anyway. But can this you, can is, you um, just imagine though, if he uh, had Hogan led down and the rock and the rock and um Vince was just beating down on Hogan. And then he hit the Stone Cold's music and Stone Cold comes out. That's how he. That's how he should have made his return. Yeah, yeah. And then him and Hogan are stood up. At the end of wrestle. Oh, uh, no way out. I would have been. Awesome. I was disappointed in the end, and I really was. And I, I thought that you know, with the with Vince posing the way he did, was just it was a bit freaky. I'm afraid. Yeah. But it was very entertaining, and both Hogan and The Rock, they both sold each other well. Yeah. You know. I did enjoy it. I really did enjoy it. Um, so I've given it a very generous Intercontinental. A generous. It was a generous. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Oh, I don't really like either of them, to be honest. <laughs> no, I know you don't. Um. There's not many wrestlers I do like to be fair. I know I do. I like the ones that are just that's got really good a load of talent. Yeah, yeah. I just Hogan was just both of them are great. Like they are good. I just don't want their wrestling ability. I just think they're really like basic. Mm-hmm. You look at like uh, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, uh, probably. I'll probably yeah I'll, I'll probably agree with you I'll probably go around it into mm-hmm. just the match was good it was a it weren't as good as their last encounter oh no it's no it doesn't even get close to what they did at Wrestlemania 18 no we we'll probably never ever do Wrestlemania 18 review um not for years no we won't get to that for a while but I would say like the Wrestlemania 18 off now I would say, I would give that match a big eagle that oh my Christ, yeah just for the fact of it it's just it would have got smoking score if it was stone cold instead of rock but hey ho yeah yeah <laughs> we got the rock and yeah I'd give that a big eagle but this match yeah it was good but I get I get the story I get why Vince come out I get the whole screw job I get everything so yeah a basic in there so I give him like a Ezekiel Jackson in there on this, <laughs> or Santino again. Like that's yeah, the yeah. inner I'd give it. It just scraped it. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. So overall, oh hold on. Oh, what, oh yeah. What did Josh give it? What did Josh give it? <sighs> yeah, Inter because of the screwdriver finish. I do agree. What he he thought the screwdriver finish was good or bad? Um. Inter because of the screw job finish. See, now see, I, I think that's where we might all be different because I think the screw job finish is great in this. I like it, but I just feel like they need to kind of 
<coughs> and keep in mind, keep in mind, this is the first time they've done it there. True. In that arena. Oh, uh, yeah, good Since point. then, they've probably done it like 50 times. But mm. all that's done was is get Vince some serious heat. Yeah. Got him and Hogan a program. And the Rock, it didn't make Hogan look weak. And Rock come out the winner. So it kind of ticked all the boxes. Yeah, yeah. And it's basically like, F you to the Canadians again. Yeah, I get it. But the only thing I wouldn't have done was, the only rubbish thing about the screwy finish, is the bloody ref. I wouldn't have even got the ref involved. Vince could have just come out and just passed. Rock the chair. What, what would have been even better was if Earl Hebner was the ref. Imagine that. <laughs> oh dear. That would not have been good. <laughs> but, or just do it, give it, oh, God, I'm hitting the microphone. You fucking hell, the microphone, Jesus. But Brian Hebner is the ref. New, you know, new generation. Ah, oh, that would have been great. Yeah. I like that idea. That actually. would have been cool. That would have been cool. So, what is your overall on this bad boy? The overall for this entire event. Yeah, I'm going to give it a good European. Dino. Yeah, it's a Dino European. Yeah, yeah. I think most of our, I think most of our matches are basically European scores. So. Kind of copy European, doesn't it? Yeah, I can't. I can't give it anything. I can't give it an intro. I'm afraid. No, I think we had like four matches that we all like ranked Euro. So yeah, we got a lot of Euros going on. We, I got. I think we got like a hardcore somewhere. Um, yeah, I would say European. Did Josh give an overall? Um, or just as matches? Just matches. You you got you got to give the pay per view a score as well, Josh. Remember, oh yeah, remember for Mania, definitely. <laughs> so there we go, we've done it. Yeah, no, we had two thousand three. I I think it was better than Rumble. Do you know what I think it was? The only thing about the Royal Rumble that stood out for us that world title match that world. Uh, uh, no, not the world title match. No, 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 not the world title Jesus. Well, mind you, the world title match did stand out for the wrong reasons. It sucked. The WWE Championship, Kurt Angle, Benoit. That's, that is one of my favourite matches. Yeah. That was a smoking skull championship. Yeah, it's our first one. And it also is the only pay-per-view that we have reviewed, which we have given, a 24-7 championship, which very, very rarely that's, comes out. The that's fucking... rare, that's rare. Only comes out very, very rare occasions. That and Smoke and Skull are just rare bouts. But the fact that that pay per view that we reviewed had both belts on that, that's some crazy shit. Yeah. 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 I think Mania would be interesting. Definitely. That's our, that'd be our next one. <coughs> to... Next one on this 2003, isn't it? Yeah, so we're actually reviewing WrestleMania 19 on the a- actual 20 year anniversary, the exact date. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to this is was yesterday 20 yeah. year anniversary yesterday and the same for because we're still like we said we're still doing 97, 97. stuff and 2003 so we got Wrestlemania 13 which we're doing on the exact date yeah and then Wrestlemania 19 which is on the exact date and both of them are on the Thursdays first, indeed so yeah that'd be cool it's going to be cool it's going to be cool Um. Anyway, yeah, no me out two thousand three. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Could have been better. Yeah, but I think this is still better. Cold day and hour and all that rubbish. Oh, we? Yeah. You, <laughs> well, yeah, we ain't got there yet. <clears throat> we ain't got there yet. <clears throat> we may have recorded it already, but anyway, <laughs> we um, 
Yeah, we've done it. So it's been cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting to Mania now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to both Manias. Yeah, yeah. Um, 13. Yeah, 13, I'm looking forward. I've, I've seen it. I've, I've reviewed it in my head. But we haven't done a, a review on air. So I'd like to know your thoughts on 13. But yeah, 19 is going to be cool. It is going to be cool. I was going to ask you, how would you have booked this event a bit differently? But we've kind of gone through that a little bit already, haven't we? Yeah. Um, what Yeah. What do I ask you? Yeah, like about the tag team match and, you know, maybe... Re- yeah, like with if Steve we, Austin. And- if, if we were going we to do things that made sense, I would literally have... I would have put the Bischoff, Austin and Vince... I would have tied all that in with the Hulk and Rock match. So that would lay perfectly into the WrestleMania with Rock and Austin. I would just tied it all into that, you know. And I would have done Bischoff. I would have made Bischoff, like, do a screw finish and pretend him and Hogan are best mates and he's taking his side over Vince's. I would have made it, like, messy, like a proper... That's what I would have done. And uh, the tag match, it probably would have had to been Rhino to go in it just to make sense because mm-hmm. yeah that's would but it would have made sense yeah I get it I get it anyway I think it's time Terry Bloody Johnson there we... Ray Mysterio in it holy shit Ray Mysterio wasn't even on the car he was on the kickoff he was on heat because oh. Jamie Nobles <laughs> Jamie Nobles um that's a shame. Well, yeah, because Ray Mysterio, Benoit, and Edge, they were all like hanging out, they're good mates. That would have been some good good stuff. Ray Mysterio and Angle, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, well. Still awesome handicap match. Yeah, yeah. Shall we wrap this mother trucker up? Yeah, let's wrap this up. Yeah. So, it's been the WWE No Way Out 2003, 20 year anniversary. Been really cool to look back on it. I'm looking forward to going through the rest of 2003 and 1997, which we're doing at the same time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to going through 97. Not so much 2003. I think it will get better. Wait, it will get better. I don't know what happens in April. What happens in April? Lenny Rain of Goldberg. Ah. Oh. Like every pay per view. Oh. No, no. Do they have their own pay-per-views? Raw and SmackDown did. Yes. Yeah, they did. You're right. So it's only the big shows. Like the... the you when know. did it start? Because this obviously... <coughs> it started this year. Because that would have been <coughs> a joint pay-per-view. Uh, hold on. Hold on. It started... Bad Blood. Bad Blood, yeah. 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 Yeah, because Backlash was a split. So Bad Blood, yeah. then Vengeance, yeah. then SummerSlam, Unforgiven, though, Mercy. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, okay, I can hack that. Goldberg. Oh, fucking Goldberg. <laughs> right, anyway, let's wrap this mother trucker up. Yeah. And, uh... I oh, see it. No, 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 no. I, before I, I wrap this up, yeah. there is something else that's bothering me about this event. I've just remembered one little thing. It's not that important, but test, right? Yeah, test. He was supposed to be on this card somewhere. Really? 
can't remember where, but anyway, he missed the show. I'm not sure what happened, travel restrictions or something. And uh, anyway, he, who the hell is this? Oh, anyway, right. Um, yeah, he was supposed to be on this event, but then he's uh, taken off the card because of the punishment from missing one of the events. Yeah. I'm not sure what. I remember reading up about that well, years ago. Where would he have gone? There wouldn't have been anywhere for him to go with. No, I can't see where he would have gone. Anyway, it wasn't it, it's just one of those things that was just bothering me because they had like this this uh several segments backstage where they were watching the screen. Yeah. Ray Mysterio was sat down, Tommy Dreamer, Al Snow, Maven, Test and Stacey Keebler and maybe a couple of others as well. Well, Ray Mysterio was was on the was on the heat, so ah, maybe Maven. Maybe he was on the heat or something on the oh, No Way Out. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I can't remember. But anyway, that was the only thing that was bothering me. Yeah, if anyone knows, like, let us know. Yeah, what what was he meant to be doing? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's finally wrap this mother trucker up. He'll wrap. I am Sam Watts, and I am. Joined by my co-host of the TNS Wrestling Show, Terry Bloody Johnson. Thank you very much for listening. And we are going to be vacating and signing off right about now. Cool.